0: TV, the only podcast that today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach and I'm Jake. And tonight, guys, we have an, a new beginning, as they call it, for the first episode of The Walking Dead. This is uh, season nine, episode one. Same um, old beginning. <laughs> a year and a half later. <laughs> but uh, so, dare I say, um, I am pleased. That we've gone in a little bit, you can definitely tell we've gone in a different direction than what it seems like it's been for the last three seasons. Would you agree with that? It felt
1: different. <laughs> I'm gonna, Not dramatically different. I'm going to that the path is different. But I am, the feel is all the same to me. I got you. It's going to take a
0: minute to get that stink off. Jesus.
1: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> don't think this show has wiped the stink away with this episode. Oh, no no, 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 no. There's two or three smelly. things that are
0: so Walking Dead cliche that it's like, it's comical now. Like, if you don't have it, like, I'll think something's missing from the episode. Um, what I will say this is, what I enjoyed about this episode is, is that we focused on better dialogue. We focused on learning more about characters when we had this gap now, when they fixed the problem of Maggie and her pregnancy, because now we have a baby. Um, we've fi- we fixed some other issues with certain characters. You know, a certain character gets hung at the end that, you know, that fixes an issue that should have been solved a long time ago. Um, there's several things that are fixed with this episode. So I did like that part. Um, I they can- sure broke some other stuff, though. Correct. And so on. But again, as bad as we were as harsh on this season last year, about how everything was just foobar and what are they thinking and (laughs) God almighty, why are we potting this still was, I mean, I'll be honest with you. That was our mindset. The bottom line here is, is that three major podcasts for the walking dead said last season was it. They are tired of it because of where the show had tanked down to, to me, that is a huge statement to the quality of the show what happened after, after season eight. And so we, we're sticking with season nine because we, this was the, one of the first shows we ever potted and we're going to stick with it. But I got to be honest with you, it's the first time in my life that I can say I doubted whether or not I wanted to pod this show if I didn't see some form of improvement. And after the first episode, I feel okay moving forward with it. That's how I feel about the episode.
1: I feel okay moving forward with this season. I still have massive fear that this thing is going to fall apart many times again this season, and then it is in. I've I've ended all trust in the show, and I'm I will be done potting. It. Oh yeah, there's no doubt. You know we're giving it this half season to give it the chance because it's gotten. You know it's come this far. We've come this far with it. Plus, we're completionists. but
2: it serves a point. <laughs> the chance.
1: But last year was so bad, and. This episode still has some stuff in it that just totally reminds me of last year. That it's a bad taste; it, it's there, and it, it it has to climb out of the hole. It doesn't get the it doesn't get the you
0: know for, you know it doesn't
1: get the right to stand on above ground yet. You know I agree. What I'm saying? I agree with you one hundred percent.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the new intro. You know, have you seen the new intro? Okay,
1: first off, th- not only the best Walking Dead intro they've ever had. But one of the best intros to a show I've ever seen. Really enjoyed it. I thought it was it felt very graphic novel-y. It felt very oh,
0: artistic. It was it was awesome.
1: Zach has a print of the moon, the artist that does the Walking Dead prints. Correct. With the, you know, the eye is either the moon or whatever the case may be. That final sequence when that walker's walking through the or walking down the dirt road or right, whatever like that, and it's just, you know Yeah, yeah. A lot of negative space. Is so badass and it reminds me of those prints. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, those prints are
1: nice and displayed in my house. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love the new title sequence.
0: I'm with love you, bro. it. I am 100% with you. It is that was a huge highlight of the episode to me, man. Just coming out of the intro is like, I'm not going to skip the intro anymore.
1: <laughs> 100%. And this is no bullshit. That is my favorite part of the episode. Oh, <laughs> well, there the you title go. title sequence. Uh, I'll do that. I'm an art guy. And I love when it's done right. I mean, there's some shitty movies out there or just some mediocre movies that have like really cool credit sequences and stuff like that. One that always jumps to my mind is um, uh, Day of the Dead or whatever it's called. Um, the mall one. Oh, yeah, with yeah. With Ving Rhames in
0: it. Oh, you're talking about... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something of the dead. It's a know? zombie movie. Yeah, it's a continuation of uh, Night of the Living Dead. It's, um,
1: yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Day the of the Dead? Uh, oh
0: god that's gonna make me mad that i don't know that
1: but it's so badass it has the johnny cash music playing yes. when a man comes around and remember the every t- the names are blood smears that like get blown off the screen correct and it's all news sequences creative. of the the apocalypse happening and stuff like that it is so badass yes and whenever i mean that nothing can draw me into a movie or a show faster than it just a Badass title sequence. I agree. And uh, to tell you the truth, past seasons, which don't change much. They just kind of change like what little item is representative of what names on the screen. Correct. That's kind of whatever. This one I, I fast forward through all the old ones. Oh, that yeah. recorded. You, you got
0: told of it. Yeah. You
1: got old of it. Well, it just gets the same old thing. This one, I was watch it, I will watch it every time. It's that good. Yeah. I am one hundred percent with you. It is legit good.
0: So, of course, they do a montage of showing, um, you know, the new surroundings, things being built, church redone, solar, powers, uh, solar, all solar stuff power, the gardens, uh, these gates that have logs with spikes on them. All this is cool.
1: They spent good money on the set pieces. Logs with spikes on them, not to keep people out. That's a walker blocker. Correct. Most of these walls and stuff like that have been made to keep out other people. Correct, but this looks like a shift in mindset as to where yeah, they're like trying to keep people are walkers not the out. Anymore. <laughs> they're trying to say that the people saviors are not the threat.
0: Correct, absolutely. Um, you know, you get a you get a scene of you know you get to revisit characters, not a lot of dialogue. You get um, the little ass kicker
1: with the painting with Carl. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of
0: course, they're hitting on the heartstrings a little bit. Little heartstring stuff. Uh, of course, they take a walk out in the field, and you have not the best CG birds. You've ever
1: seen, but... Oh, my God. It was it was tough. I'm not going to lie to you. There's a super badass show called Vikings. And the first episode is super badass other than CG birds, a bunch of ravens, some Valkyrie stuff, some weirdness. The rest of the show goes completely away from this stuff. Right. I mean, I almost didn't watch Vikings because of this weird... CG bird sequence and stuff after a big battle and everything like that. Right. I almost just didn't watch it because <laughs> it was <laughs> That'd that <be> a mistake <laughs> goofy and weird. And this scene where they with the birds and stuff was like, ooh, that reminisces me. It just you see, Grease. <sighs> I mean, all they had to do was just show some birds fly off. Well, here's the deal. All right, so the
0: comic book. All right, now do know we're going. You know, guys, if you're listening for the first time instead is so on, we do reference comic book stuff. So if you know if that's something that's a problem, just understand we don't try to spoil everything. But I do will say there's references. Um, the bird stuff is a is a throwback to the comics. Um, there's comics that talk about how the bird population explodes of the future, and this is supposed this is supposed to be representative of that, where okay. you, you go out and you see this like that. Uh, to me, unless you're a comic book reader, you you don't you don't understand why you, why this scene happens.
1: See, to me, as a non comic book reader, it just looked like something an artsy decision they were trying to make, right? That ended up looking okay in moments, but then when they like bundle up and start making the twists. They all turn blurry. It just yeah, it wasn't clean. I was just like, Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. whatever. I'm not gonna chainsaw it too much, but
0: Of course we have another like I said, several little cutscenes of people, people people dispatching, like we have just Jesus. Where people are what you they're know, doing. um and Aaron dispatching uh some walkers and Jesus doing some cl- swift kicks to the throat and Taking folks out,
1: can you teach me that, you know, and and classes, and... No other time have I had any problem with Jesus fighting, but this looked goofy to me. Dare I say he looked like he was trying to show off. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, like, I don't know. And my thing was, I can't remember if that second one, did Aaron stab it in the head after he knocked it down? Yes. Okay, because I thought maybe they were saying he... He killed, killed that his, Walker we, with his roundhouse kick. No, wait. Say
0: Chuck he, here, here, see, here's this is my thing. The, the, the kick. I think this is another thing where in the comic book Jesus is kung fu master. Okay, the guy. Yes. Is kicking it's already ass. a bridge far. Right, and so on. So it's like okay, we need to make sure we're being true. And so when we have Jesus kicking ass, we're just gonna make sure we throw in a, you know some kind of kick. to me, this is unnecessary. Like you know. All you have to do is walk up and put the blade in their head. Like you've seen every other character do for a thousand times.
1: And here's the thing. As much as that might sound monotonous, like, well, we don't want to see the same thing every time. No! The consistency is what's real. Right. You know, you, And we're going to get to it here in a minute.
0: Oh, don't, don't go there. We're
1: going to be so pissed off <laughs> that this consistency is just wrecked again. Right. I want to see... That this is so just boring at this point. Yeah. Like, like, oh my God, I've done this so many times. It's annoying.
0: All right, you think about this. When we watched season one to where we were at last season. Okay. This has got to be a few years of life, you know, back and forth. We know we've gone through these two at least two or three winters. We we don't watch them during the we don't get to the show during the winter. i but want we to all, say
1: this is f- five years now.
0: Okay, but this was a year and a half jump from when we sliced Negan's throat. That's what I'm, I think that was like three years. That's okay, what I'm so, saying. So four and a half, five years. So to me, walking up to a walker, zero fear. Not even remote fear. Like you're almost like, damn, I got to do this again. That's how, like you said, it's monotonous. Like unless you're surrounded by a large number and you're a solo or whatever, there shouldn't be a sit sort of, oh my God, we got to, you know, da, 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 da. You know, like, you know, we're in such a
1: gross danger and everything else. I mean. But even then, even say you're surrounded, judging by what the show has shown us, find a trash can lid, You run like it's a shield, and just plow yeah. over these things.
0: Forearm shivers.
1: All day. Yeah. You can, it's called, in video games, it's called kiting. Yeah. Where you, yeah. you zig-zag. shoot them a couple times and you run. Yeah. To heal up. And you come and you let them shoot them a couple times and you run. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's very simple. Yeah. They move slow. You move fast. Zombie Land. I mean, the guy gives you the rules. No, uh-huh. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> gives you the rules. Yeah. Well, it's, even Zombie
0: Land all like always be in
1: good shape. Always be able to run. Keep your cars on. Those are fast-moving walkers. Right. Not walkers. They're zombies. They're yeah. running zombies. And this one, his He's rules were.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So so there you go on this. So the next thing we get is we get scenes of them making a trek um, horseback. We got a, a, a homemade wagon with car wheels on it that has car seats in it. Pretty cool. I thought that was sweet. I'm
1: totally fine with this stuff.
0: All this stuff. This is this is what it should look like a year and a half after fuel has become... Are you weirded out by Ezekiel's eye? Uh, Ezekiel doesn't have an eye issue. That would be... You're talking about the preacher? Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. You're talking about Gabriel? Gabriel's eye. Um... I thought it was funny that only one eye was jacked up. But, I mean, no, it
1: didn't bother me. Here's the thing. Where did he get the pilgrim hat in the bad eye? Like, I mean, this is like straight well, if you out remember of, last, of the corner corn remember, costume. Yeah, I know.
0: Well, last season, you know, he had his eyes got affected. One was, I, I guess, know. really bad. I know. And so he lost vision in it, I guess. Um, and then I guess the hat is just his new look. A year and a half later, he's got his pilgrim hat.
1: I mean, they really—they—they're—they're they're, they're, they're moping it on pretty heavy. They're reaching pretty far for this guy to look like yeah. he runs a, a demonic cult. <laughs> this is this is Damien from Chilling the Corn here You're right. now. You got you me know? on them. Um, and the and the white eye—it it, looks—it looks pretty cool. I'm usually a fan of this or like that, but I also think it's a little bit like smack you over the head, like oh, that's a, this is blind eye. <laughs> you yeah. know, if you've seen blind people, they don't all have milky eyes. No, they don't. So. Watch Daredevil. You know, he's blind, which means he just doesn't focus on you. You know, doesn't have to. He doesn't have, have, <laughs> have, have to have the old, you know, Marilyn Manson eyeball. <laughs> you know, it's just like, you're not a husky all of a sudden. I just, Easy. You know, whatever. I'm, I'm okay with it.
2: Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm, I'm fine know. with it
1: because it looks kind of cool, but I think Weird Deadeye plus Pilgrim hat on the preacher's black suit as it is, I'm like, you guys are like smashing me over the head with something oh, right now. it's
0: like, it's like he's reaching through the TV and slapping yeah. so Like it, like it now. <laughs> <Yeah. It's> like,
1: <laughs> he looks cool, doesn't he? Doesn't he? <laughs> Tell me.
0: <laughs> Tell me he looks cool.
1: <laughs> so, whatever.
0: So, they're making a trip to a museum which is supposed to be the Smithsonian. They
1: have made their way all the way to D.C.
0: Correct. Um, CG backgrounds I don't of... think this is the
1: Smithsonian. Isn't this the uh, Museum of Natural History? This is Night at the
2: Museum.
0: That's where this place is. Okay. Isn't it? I, I thought one of the pamphlets said some... some, some it did. It, it, <laughs> it's <that>. Smithsonian. <laughs> I, I, I said it right a minute ago, but... Uh, <laughs> it's the unobtainium. <laughs> All right, that's it. Good night. Another <laughs>
1: dog shit decision made by it's a Sonia. movie. <laughs>
0: So anyway, we get there. There's a couple little. Now I am very pleased that they are showing surroundings that look like we're several years of growth, and things have overtaken stuff. Like there's vines growing up things that shouldn't. Oh, yeah. Things look grass and old. Is super high. Yep. Um, all that stuff. I'm not a huge fan of the bridges being all busted up from storms. I know
1: bridges here that haven't been maintenanced in 10 years. I'm calling 1,000% bullshit on overpasses being blown away. Yeah, to me,
0: I thought that was just like... they're They're saying plural, like multiple bridges are falling apart and gone... I, no, I'm first sorry. off, it, it sucked. The CG
1: river rushing sucked. Yes, um, and are we
0: supposed to correlate that this is fear? The Walking Dead's hurricane and bad weather that's caused them all problems in their show, and so this is supposed to be the same thing for Walking Dead. They're not even the same time frame. So, so that was one of the theories people were talking. About. I don't get that, but yeah, the whole storm stuff about how they're, they've had to make roots and now they're gone. It's like okay, we need a scene where we're building stuff so we can have walkers get rolled by logs. Why would we do this? Oh, let's build a bridge that's gone. Now we come up with the storyline. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like, I'm just I, saying that from previews of what I've seen in the future. But. I'm, I'm just saying what they've done, what they're saying is that they've cut off all exits out of the, the vicinity. Right. No easy paths now to you know, the uh, other parts of the, the communities. Correct. And It's like you've got to make long treks. There's no easy way in or out. Correct. Almost like they're cut off. Remember, even Daryl talks about it. We've combed every inch of this area for stuff, and we're out. Yeah, like stuff.
0: We're there is no fuel left. All we
1: have is what we make off of corn fuel. Agreed. So it's like, you know, some of this stuff is is getting. So what? What the new thing is going to be starvation. I guess, possibly.
0: Well, you know, somebody's got to be in dire straits. Who
1: gets the resources? You know what I mean? That's the battle now. Oh,
0: well, yeah. Like, yeah. who's in charge? Who does this? And who does that? Right. I, I, whatever. Yeah. But you know. let's get to back to the museum. All right. The museum. We get there. We're walking around. I, I like, I really, really liked the see that people tried to live here and, mm-hmm. li- you know, survive. I like that the walkers are, you can tell, very old. Like, mm-hmm. they're very, like there's almost completely gone. They're moving very slow, lethargic opening sequence.
1: Some of the walkers, the one that the jaw is hanging off of it, basically. Yeah. Really cool. You Um, know, anytime you see Michonne, you know, heads heads open and then Rick's got a mace he's running around with bashing things. All this is fine with me. Yeah, it was, it
0: was cool. Um, when I go inside, like I said, you see all these people everywhere, you know, he takes a hatchet to one where the, you know, the fingers coming up classic zombie style of, you know, the hands coming the over the fingers coming up over the something, artistically. Yeah. So I, kudos to Angela Kang and Greg Nicotero for, and even in talking dead, they and, talk about how they try to make an emphasis of making the walkers being more visual And how you get to see more close ups, and it's just not the the casual
1: run by and cut a head off.
0: And I think they did very good with that stuff.
1: And Nicotero, of course, directed this. You could tell whenever you have this much zombie violence, it's always Nicotero. You know,
0: of course, she she cuts a head off right when they open the door. Everything, it looks good. Like people are, you know, well versed in how you're supposed to act and do things. Right. They get into this and they split up to go get um, supplies so they're not wasting time. I was fine with that. At first, I was like, oh God, here we go, splitting up again. But then realistically. What's her name? Which one? Junkyard Chick. Oh, you. Glad t- <laughs> um, you asked me
1: that. Now I can't remember. Jadis. Jadis looks totally different for some reason. Oh,
0: yeah. she's, she's easy on the eyes now. I mean,
1: I'm just saying she looks totally different. Oh, like I do know human. it was her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love this. This is a great idea. The archived seeds. Yeah. Because you know, believe or
0: it or not, right. in real life, there is a, a, a place, a vault in Norway, I think. It's in a very cold, harsh area, but in Norway. But they store they like, stored, like an ark. Yeah. They basically said if the world ended tomorrow, they have enough seeds and productions that are sold that they could restart over. Re, or jumpstart a colony, basically. Right. Um, And so this place does actually exist. Um, And so they're saying this museum has kept an archive of seeds and different things and so on. And so they come in here. This is a fantastic idea. This is a worthy trip. This makes total sense. Uh, All of
1: that part, 100% agree with. I think this is an excellent idea. The plow. I'm okay with the plow. Like, okay, the blacksmith can model one after it. Okay. Okay. He can also get any book. Well, here's the other problem with that.
0: You're, you're in Virginia, homie. There's plenty of plows around. Oh, yeah. There's plows everywhere. I bet you Herschel had one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, like... Well, I'm, 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 I'm thinking they're long way away from Herschel. I'm just saying, like, there's plenty of country land where there are implements that a horse can pull and that you don't have to go to the Smithsonian to go find a plow One from the
1: the, the, the 1800s. Right.
0: And this another thing is is that do you really feel like that was the real one or even if it was real from that time would you think it's going to work in modern, you know,
1: Well, uh, uh, whatever if it works or not. Remember she just to said to model over. design okay. it for the blacksmith. So okay, I, the model I was like, all right. Okay, whatever. The fucking wagon though? Oh, you got to be shitting me, man. <laughs> no. No way, dude. No. You, you can make I live a live in be- Mississippi. The- you know how many fucking truck bed trailers I see? Uh-huh. Where it's just the rear end of a truck bed. Do so you know how many homemade trailers we see around here? That people
0: take a sea trailer and turn it into whatever the hell you want. It'd be a hunt camper.
1: I don't care where you live. Uh-huh. There's trailers everywhere. This
0: wagon shit. Everywhere. This wagon thing blew my Why mind. Why do
1: you need a wagon with giant metal spoke wheels? <laughs> you can't go on modern roads. <laughs> you
0: tear them apart. <laughs> Nothing. That's what it's designed for. Nothing is good from this. <laughs> this is
2: the stupidest thing
0: and then, I have yet seen. And then the manpower to bring it down instead of stairs on a glass floor.
1: Okay. Glass floor now. I'm sorry. Which I don't think is glass in real life. It's not. I'm pretty sure it would be some kind of really thick plastic that would like.
0: Whatever. The reality of it is, is that that glass would be engineered to be able to withstand a thousand people standing on it because of liability and safety. 100%. You can't tell me that 12 people and an old ass carriage is going to crack or break anything. Not only that. How about the walker who fell from three stories with stone column parts and a metal spear doesn't even
1: dent or scratch the glass? The rebar. (laughs) Which, how in the F did this happen to this poor, unfortunate
0: walker? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, dude. When you fall from a balcony and you decide to this balcony, what happened to it to say that this walker could just shove it right over
1: and end another up with a piece of rebar shoved,
0: shoved through, through his
1: him. body that looks like it's ten feet long.
0: <laughs> sorry, man. This is the this is the shit that drives me nuts, man. This is
1: where the taste in your mouth Just which cause... is vomit coming up your throat <laughs> comes right back. I'm sorry
2: this walker does trailer. not
0: take the railing off because again, it would be engineered to withstand unmutable amount of weight. And nobody went up there and just chiseled at it so this walker could break it. There wouldn't be a one-inch piece of rebar that's that long attached in the middle of it that would that would fall where he would be stuck through it. Okay,
1: I'm just saying.
0: And then it did nothing to the glass, but you're telling me that the wagon just easing over it
1: with evenly proportioned weight and
0: people that starts cracking it and causing this like that. I'm like. Get the fuck out of here.
1: (laughs) And then, why in God's name were they all doing these rope tricks to move it? It just has to go straight. Pull it. Push it. And get off the glass. Never touch the glass.
0: You don't have to. Once it gets there, get your ass off of it and start pulling. If it breaks the glass, what have you lost? A fucking wagon. A trailer.
1: (laughs) A trailer, bro. An old ass trailer. (laughs) Dude, this is manure. This is bad manure. This is so bad it hurts me. Yes. Any trail? You telling me mullet can't design you a trailer that will attach to horses? Son of a gun's wicking corn fuel, and you can't put. I don't want to hear that shit.
0: Wh- the th- 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 what? The kingdom?
1: They are riding horses with armor.
0: He <laughs> has a right. battle oh, axe. No. Here's all you need to know. You rolled in on a homemade wagon. Oh, you can <laughs> make wagons. It is, ladies and gentlemen. Why do we need this wagon again? Oh, I know. Because we can't make one. Oh, wait a minute. We rolled in on one that has fucking captain chairs in it. You're Here's trying. even better. They grabbed an old ass canoe. <laughs> Which <laughs> looked like it made of stone. <laughs> it's petrified wood. I'm sorry. I, was there not sports departments where they had canoes? I, I don't know about y'all. There's academy of sports around here. And is it? That's got 20 canoes in the wall because they don't sell for shit. <laughs> They're
1: just lying
0: about. Yes. I mean,
1: <laughs> this
0: is the shit you want to slap your One
1: out of 20 houses will have a boat of some sort. <laughs> exactly. There's a John boat. It's got Virginia. <laughs> You're near the water. There's fishing, there's everything You're near the ocean (laughs) There's marinas full of boats Why the fuck do we need this petrified wood canoe From the the stone age I'm just saying man What in the god's name are we doing in this fucking show
0: This this, like, That is what kills Things right here And
1: what was it to do Oh we need Ezekiel to fall through some glass and almost get eaten
0: (laughs) Don't worry Daryl was able to go over the glass that was breaking and shoot the one that was only able to bite him.
1: Because, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doing bicycle kick. He's doggy paddling down there so they don't bite his legs. Uh, this is absolute horseshit. For no reason would you want this metal-wheeled contraption. None at all. It didn't come with the harnesses for the horses. Nothing. Nope. It is a big block of shit. It is useless. Uh, my, uh, help me ask you this other question like that. Okay. Why don't we use metal wheels anymore, Zach?
2: Because
1: you can't use them on modern roads. <laughs> they're fucking useless. If they had rubber tires back then, they wouldn't fucking use them either, Zach. Exactly. There's a reason we have rubber tires. <laughs> they're better. They're just better.
0: I mean, I can't. I got nothing for you, man. The sad thing is, is that the wagon, that's not the end of the debacle of the wagon.
1: Oh, No. <laughs> Oh, no, it only That's gets worse. the beginning of it. It only leads to the ninja
0: that we get later. Um. So I'm going to get away from the, the museum because uh, my heart hurts <laughs> from this. All right, so they save King E uh, with their endless amounts of rope. Um, of course, they're, they're leaving the scene, and King E decides to have this moment where he decides to propose Carol because now we understand that Carol and King E are a love interest. Which I'm fine with.
1: Love it makes sense. They're Thank you, Jesus. Apparently, together. Yes, they're together, um, boyfriend and girlfriend.
0: I'm, I'm, you know what? To me, this makes is great. Sense. This fine. is 100 it makes sense. They've been laying the groundwork for this for a while now. This also grounds Carol. I like that too because we don't have to worry about Carol going off on her own. Gives and, her some reason to come back. <laughs> yeah, like you know, she doesn't you know the the hopelessness, Carol. I don't want to deal with it Which, anymore. Yes, I hope That, that shit was so old, you know, that, that's like Morgan 2.0. I don't want to go but through But we also that. know
1: what happens when they
0: get two characters together.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: One's going to die. Shortly.
0: There, Soon. Yes. <laughs> um, but again, like if you're, a, I'm not going to spoil it, but if you're a comic book person, you, there's things big coming down the road, and this could be a per- precursor for it. So um, They're going down the street. You get to see a scene of Daryl on his motorcycle go by and spear a walker through the head circle around and pick it back up. I was concerned he was going to leave the spear. I was like, my wife's like, is he going to leave that thing there? I mean, and sure enough, I was actually happy that he should even circle back around and pick it up.
1: You know what I mean? But I have to spit out the fact that why is he throwing a spear at this thing? At
0: least he's being somewhat creative on the way to do it since you're on a motorbike. Okay. Uh Because there's actually a holder on the bike for this spear, I think and that's awesome. So I, to me, I, I was fine with
1: this. I I'm was fine on. with it too. Um, he's got a new motorcycle. Yeah, this is more like a dirt bike. He's teaching other people how to work on motorcycles, and it's he's re, literally reading a book of dirt bike conversions. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. If you they can go, go
0: more places, if you can find those dirt bikes and start doing that kind of stuff, you can find fucking canoes.
1: Not mm. to mention. He doesn't have any problem finding fuel for that bad boy. Oh, yeah. Well, it's got corn fuel. Why don't they make Eugene him? Eugene Finest. Why don't they make him fucking ride a horse all the time? <laughs> oh, he doesn't have to. He's no. Daryl. He's special. He's Daryl. You know what pisses me off,
2: though?
1: They always show Daryl, and the thing is, he's always on his motorcycle and stuff like that, but whenever they do the aerial shot of showing the group going that thing, he is barely moving on that motorcycle, because otherwise... He would be miles and miles ahead oh, yeah. of the horse-drawn carriage. <laughs> his his idle speed dusts them. Okay. The idle speed plus the black bandana on his face That's, make me ill. He's just cool, though. Well, this is the Gabriel shit. Oh, we should put a black bandana on Daryl's face. Visual appeal. Just make him look cooler. He still hasn't bathed. Make him look badass, though. <laughs> Well, he's I trying to prevent eating bugs. hate this. That's what it's for. Correct. But oh, we've had a bunch of other seasons. He wasn't wearing shit on his face. Well, the other part of that, too, is that he's not going fast enough to eat bugs, either. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's eating the big balls of gnats that fly around people because he ain't barely moving. Yeah. No, I hear you. Just stop. Just this stop. stuff, man. Come on.
0: Again, they get to. The bridge is out. They have to go a different route. They end up going through mud, and there the estimation is made that we're not going to be able. We're going to have to go around, or this or so on, because these horses are dead tired. And they're not going to be able to make it through this mud. This mud is not even ankle deep. Surface mud. Surface mud from a storm. And I'm gonna go ahead and tell you something right now. The biggest thing that pissed me off, not the glass not the, the fallings, you know, columnists that are so on, is that we've got people pulling a carriage out of the mud when you've got gosh damn horse stallions sitting right
1: there and watching this. I don't know if they're horsed stallions or not. But, but I'm just saying. All I'm saying is I, I'm the like, horses are I'm on watch, solid ground. And watching this. And it's on mud. And yet, the, just pull it. And the people have to pull it. And push it? Well, it Doesn't Ezekiel get behind there, there He just drop his shoulder into oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay, it's lineman drill now. Okay. I'm just, and then. And gets the, it right on out, nonetheless. And not only that. So, then Walker starts showing up. And suddenly, people are fearing their lives. Now, what's cool is, they do exactly what I hope they do. Hey, Michonne, Daryl, go take care of that. Take care of the small, the small business we have to deal with here. I was like, perfect. You know, Michonne's almost like bored. She's doing, it. remember, she's like, yeah. well, all right, well, here we go again. Yeah, just heaving heads off. Um, And I'm like, oh, perfect. Now push the stupid wagon out and be done with it. No. They all have to run for their lives. Now it has to get crazy. Now we got to cut the horses loose. Now they got to take off because, oh, the poor animals. Don't let the animals get taken. The horses are extremely valuable. I agree with that. Get them out of there. You have plenty of time because there's only 15 walkers. And they're not even 30 feet to the carriage. And Michonne kills a walker in less than two seconds. And they're not in a big pile. They're separate. Yes. You just hack them to pieces. Yeah. You could
0: duck and weave and miss these guys. You don't even have to have a weapon. Sweep the leg.
1: There's not a soul on this Trip that doesn't have a bladed instrument on them. Not only that, this is a year and a half
0: later. And if you're on this trip, you wouldn't be on this trip unless you could handle yourself. Yeah, they don't. They wouldn't take you. They knew it was a dangerous trip. They even say it in the episode. Exactly. So for this guy to be on this trip, Mr. on Ninja Walker, that comes up and bites him in the arm, this is when I spit my Cheerios up. I'm just like, this is the cliche shit how many that times, burns Walking Dead.
1: How many times we got to see this? How many times we got to see that? Michonne and Daryl are still out there hacking them up. There's nobody behind them. No walker gets behind them. None. The scene of them running from the carriage.
0: Just the idea that they had to run. run. You could walk away from the carriage and still get away from them. And once again, kite. Walk a little bit, Mm. kill two. Walk a little bit, kill two. This is where I want to look at Angela Kang and go, where did you think this was okay? Okay. Where did Nicotero, where did you look at this in the
1: editor room and go, God, that looks real. And okay. So let's talk about what happens to the kid. We found out the kid is the son of the horse taker or her horse carer. Right? I thought he
0: was, I thought he was the blacksmith.
1: No, no. The skills he wants to know is about how to take care of the horses. Okay. Or maybe you're right. Maybe he is the blacksmith and the kid is the one that takes care of the horses. Correct. Either way. Yeah. The guy's asking, hey, can your dad teach me some of those skills? I think he's literally talking about making horseshoes to put on the horses. Right. Okay. Can you take on another apprentice? Yeah. So this kid has value. He has something. You know what I'm saying? And they introduce the fact that his dad's a very important person in the community.
0: Exactly. And if you know the comic book, Carl was supposed to become the apprentice of the blacksmith okay. in the future. So much for that shit. All
1: right. So this kid freaks out. He's like, i got to free the horse. He can't get the strap off apparently, so he's got to cut the strap off so it can take off. Ninja Walker shows up all of a sudden. (laughs) I'm saying this monotonous and slow like Ben Stein because I'm so sick of this shit. I'm disgusted. Okay. He gets bit in the arm. Yeah, the upper arm. Not only is this, once again, something that we've handled in this show before. We know what to do. You gotta lop his fucking arm off. I'm sorry. You yep. gotta cut his arm off and he'll live. Fine. He'll live. They show the horse, kick him in the chest. Okay. Or kick him in the lower abdomen area, I guess. In the mid, chest to me. Mid abdomen. <laughs> in the body. All right. Somehow they're able to then kill all the walkers because they got all the time in the world to so sit there on the ground. Well, they had their moment. Yeah. Um, Lift up his shirt. He already has a three-day-old bruise on his chest um, from the kick and stuff. And he's dying. He's dying. He's bleeding out. Why is he dying? From an upper arm wound.
0: That I don't know if I could bite you hard enough to make it where it bled enough for you to die.
1: Why is this kid dying? We happen to know a guy. My uncle's best friend who was kicked in the face by a horse. Remember, he lost his eye. Yep. He lost his eye and has a horrific scar on his face. He is totally normal. He's alive. (laughs) Breeze and does just fine. Goes on hunting trips constantly. (laughs) I mean, why is this kid dying from an arm bite and a horse kick? I realize that would hurt like hell and probably break several ribs and you'd be in some deep pain. <laughs> he can't be dead. Let it kick him in his head if you want to kill him. Yeah. Or put the like the kick right on his heart where it skipped his heartbeat or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is, they should make it look like he bleeds out.
0: In which, it's going to be BS. Unless he was sitting there for an hour bleeding out through his arm. Why, Sadiq would just be like, no. Because remember, they had to run for their lives.
1: Because the walkers were going to get no, them. No, it's horse Somebody should have whipped off their belt, tourniqueted his arm. And Michonne, do your thing. And Michonne, clean cut this bad boy off. We'll burn a singed or you know, close. It's his only chance of living. You've all done this before. We've seen it several I, times. How about the guy that was Negan's
0: guy when we first introduced him? He's out there. You before see a scene it. where he gets bit. They cut his arm off. Dispatch and they his put arm. a seat belt on. Not a seat belt. His, his belt from his waistband on his arm. And he goes
1: and lives. Yeah. And he does it nonchalant. Hey, like, guys, cut this off before I die. Yeah. And his he gets his watch back off of his arm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm just saying, are they saying he died from the bite or the horse kick? Both are horse shit.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you, dude. it the whole scene of them sitting there around him like the whole the world's coming to an end because they had to run from their walkers and he dies from all that uh, to me the way they showed him bleeding like crazy made it feel like he died from exaggeration. you know they just uh uh-uh. uh he
1: to the point where he's. what does he say when he dies I can't remember what he says I'm oh, sorry I quit listening <laughs> he uh, see you soon mom and dad I think is what he says. Or uh, Grandma and Grandpa or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. Um, I'm like, come on, man. This is garbage. Yep. And all it was for was for the Gregory sequence. That's it. Yeah, it was the
0: precursor to um, the parents starting to blame Maggie. Um, which, do you realize that's the girl? that's the girl off of Grace Under Fire? the you remember that old sitcom back in the day i do but i don't remember her. Yeah, that's the that's the female actor um anyway so of course you know and this guy's a recovering alcoholic she's what kind of man you are this is your fault which is total bs too by the way he wouldn't have been allowed to go on the trip unless you know the risks and you know i mean so for them to even try to blame okay all right i get it you want to blame somebody if you lose a loved one i get that but to this point to this level of severity, after you've lived in a post-apocalyptic zombie world? Since when do you think that every day... Remember Herschel's speech? Where you go, if you go outside and take a drink of water, you risk your life. If you go do this, you risk your life. This, that, or so on. You know, to me, this kid, he risked his life going, in, in, just going to get this carriage.
1: And speaking of which, rest in peace, Scott Walker. Yes, sucks, by the way. Sucks
0: to hear he died. Uh, Scott Wilson. Scott Wilson, sorry. I, Scott, I Scott Wilson, Walker. yes. And... Dare I say I was disappointed that they didn't have more at the end of the uh, end of the show to say
1: remembrance oh, or yeah. You know, I I put that in my notes. You know, I'm on a recording, so I don't I wasn't even sure if they did have something at the end, but they did. And it was just a picture and in memory of And I didn't watch Talking Dead. Maybe they got more into it. They didn't. did. not Oh, well damn, man. That's
0: what I'm saying. Like now also Talking Dead is you know, now it has to be pre recorded. You
2: know, it's not live anymore.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. You know, and so there is the people are like, well, it's pre-recorded. I'm like, I don't care. You can cut five minutes out of Talking Dead and do something at the end of the show to say in memoriam of the great Scott Wilson. Instead, we got 10 seconds of this picture in memory of.
1: Yeah, I don't know why they didn't like do one of his good speeches. Yeah, dude. That speech Um, you're talking about.
0: Dude, on Facebook, I I, I retweeted it and reshared that speech as one of his pivotal moments as a character on the show. Um, I mean, there he had a lot of love on Twitter and social media. Oh, man, massive. And for The Walking Dead to say, in memory, and move on, I, I was
1: disappointed. I was surprised. Definitely surprised. I didn't oh, see Very disappointed. <laughs> All right.
0: Again, now but we're the, at the point where Gregory is trying to befriend.
1: All right. So we learned a couple things. Maggie allows Gregory to have an election. We learned that Maggie... Wins the election. Maggie has not been back to Alexandria since the Negan incident. Correct. She has her baby. Correct. Named Herschel. Named Herschel, which is cool. I think it's awesome. Um, Same thing happened happens in the comic. That's cool. And we learned that... What's her name? Um, Eden. Eden. Is basically still her kind of right-hand person. Mm -hmm. Gregory, they still think he's a snake and stuff like that. Even the... The kid's mom was like, is like, Gregory's a you know a total crook and whatever, and so like that, but maybe he always had hilltop's best interest in, in mind.
0: You're, you're starting to see the fracture of dissension when you realize that Rick's decision to save saviors is still weighing heavy on a lot of people,
1: right? Well, especially since you're feeding them.: We're making dangerous missions to make more food so we can keep the saviors fed. Mm-hmm. and everybody else fed. We need more food because we're feeding other people that we find as enemies. Correct. People that have killed our loved ones in the past and stuff. Correct. So I understand the anger and stuff like that. Um, What I don't understand is the fact that Gregory, who has already lived through so many situations and been so double-crossy and, and sneaky. Well, he should and, have had a bullet in his head a long time they ago. They all know it, and they all know it. And the fact that any of this was allowed to go this long is, is kind of... Silly in a way, but the thing is, is this actor pulls off this character pretty damn well. Oh, yeah, Xavier. Yeah, I um, think it
0: was Xavier Berkeley. I think uh, his
1: name. So, it's not. So, here's the thing it's like a, a double edged sword. It's like the way his character is written or like his arc is written is kind of horseshit because it's like, man, somebody would have just would have offed you a long time offed ago, offed him a long time ago because he's a, he's a problem. Yeah, um, this is the guy that all, all Maggie should have to say is this is the guy that went to the saviors and tried to have us all killed basically. or are trying to have all of Rick's crew killed. Yeah. I
0: mean, this guy right here is the little finger. He yeah. be begging for
1: his life. And somebody cuts his throat. And so it's crazy that he's lived this long. Uh, but the, but the problem is he's a great actor and he does his role. Excellent. Dare I say he's one of the top actors of the show. Bro, I would say so. Definitely. And now he's gone. I mean, he's a weasel, but damn, he plays a good weasel. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get all that. We get him doing the funeral where Maggie's not invited because the parents are so pissed at her. Yeah. Um, and he does a cool speech and so like that, that's obviously pandering. Um, so he plays one way to Maggie where he's like, hey, you won fair and square in the election and right. you know, all this stuff. He's real sweet to her. But behind the scenes, he's sowing discourse, you know. Within the the ranks of the people, yeah, just creating like that. dissension. There's no doubt. Um, saying Jesus is the one who counted those electors rigged. Vides. That's Maggie's boy, you mm-hmm. know. Um, he brings booze to the recovering alcoholic dad, right? You know, to get him, you know, sauced up to do something stupid. And then he goes to Maggie and tells her, you know, hey, I think somebody defaced defaced Glenn's gravesite you know, which he knew would freak her out and she would go over there. Only oh, it was a assassination attempt. Correct. With the old man that was supposed to kill her. Dude. No, it was kind of like when they knocked the
0: stroller over and you saw the, the baby roll out. I tough. was like, dude, tough. I agree. Um, I mean like that actually gave it some credence that part right there. No, it
1: did. And it was pretty violent too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to find out who it was and stuff, and to find it was all this like elaborate, like. Yeah, it was all a ruse. So. That that kid died with that horse led to this. Led to this. I don't, I don't know, man. That, it, yeah. That I, A to B is just kind of.
0: There was more to it in the comic book. This is very similar to the comic book, but there was a lot more to it. It was more like. For this to happen, to the very first episode, when you've had a year and a half wash of what you don't know what Gregory's been like because he's dressing like you no know, other people, looks like he's you know he's produced. Yeah. If this was like at the end of last season, it makes more sense than it does right now. If that makes sense, because like we, we had we who remembers Gregory because you know it's been a year and a half, and the last thing we remember is you know, season eight, which we want to forget. And so, like, I, I think it, it's one of those things where it was like, it was almost happened too quick. Like, you needed him to be the snake in the grass for
1: a while longer before it got to this level. Yeah, that, and I guess that would be my thing, was this all happens really fast. Really, really fast. It, it all happens in one episode, like, all of it. It's like, you, if you
0: want to get a good punch of the first episode, what do you do? You kill a, a pivotal character,
1: and you, you know, you well, set you, it up you well. You kill a character with little weight. Right. It's a character we all know and have attachment to, but his death means... Nothing anything, thing. you know. Yeah, there's no no doubt. So it's like, okay, you killed a face that we know, but other than that, you know, business as usual. Correct. So I, I I don't really know how I feel necessarily about all this. the The fact with the wagon and the kid dying up there left such a shitty taste in my mouth that what it led to, you know, it taints it, it. It kind of like goes like whatever. Yeah, you know, I, I can't help but have that feeling of whatever. Because I've just seen it too much. Right, Their decisions on how to get from point A to point B sometimes make me so crazy. Right. So, I don't know. Um, There's no subtlety. Right.
0: Now, there were things I didn't... Um, the things that I can think of that were right off the top of my head that were I thought were pretty positive. Um, I like that we get a lot more Daryl dialogue this time, believe it or not. And he pulls them off. Like I like that he's like, you know... You know, fix that shit, paint it. He's like, Why well, we're out of paint. And he goes, Well, fine, fix it anyway. And he's like, I don't want to be the leader here. He's Who is this guy? Who knows? No, we've seen him in other stuff before. you're uh, talking about the guy he was talking to? Yeah. He, to me, he's henchman number three in other stuff. And I don't I see a
1: face, but I don't know him. God, I know him. I know him. I'd look it up. He's from something. I'll have to think about but it.
0: But anyway, we got the most dialogue we've had of Daryl. God, I, I think we had more dialogue in this episode than we did Daryl the entire season eight. Even Talking Dead got on there. Chris Hardwick goes, we're just so used to you grunting is most of your dialogue, especially season eight. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, um, we had a conversation about that. And you know, <laughs> and so they actually gave him the dialogue because, I mean, he had a scene with Carol where he's talking to him about you deserve to be happy. Here's a scene with Rick about how he doesn't want to do this anymore. He's better out in the field. He, you know, he, he has several good talking points.
1: He's still a loner because he doesn't want to be here anymore. He wants to be out where he can have his own freedom to do as he needs. He's like a good team player. It's just like, he doesn't want to run the saviors anymore. Correct. He doesn't want to run the sanctuary anymore. Um, which I'm surprised that Daryl was the one that's running the sanctuary. To me, when well, he was a prisoner for these people, yeah. Like, to me, like that doesn't
2: match. I, I just see. Think
0: and I, and the, here's the deal: in the comic book, Dwight ran the Saviors, and so that's the difference here. Is that Dwight? It makes sense because Dwight becomes kind of the folk hero because he becomes the anti Negan of the people that knew him, loved him, and trust him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so in the comic book, the writing makes sense for Daryl to do it after they've vanished to white it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I could easily see Daryl's point like I wouldn't want to be Dude, there either. Being they inside put me those in that walls that shitty
0: A suit and beat me and made me clean this and do I mean I, I like, don't I've want to be around here. any of these I've SOBs. seen
1: horrible shit here. Like I don't want to right. be here by these horrible people. Yeah, exactly. Like these are the people that stood by and watched it all happen and supported it. You know, yeah, maybe they're converted now, but it's like For how long? Right. You know, and for what cost. So I I, I totally understand where Daryl's coming from. Think the problem is is we all know what happened at the end of last season with Daryl and Maggie. You know, talking about like you know Rick is in the wrong here. Yeah, like they were gonna turn on Rick. Right. So you can't help but feel like him confiding in Rick that he doesn't want to do this anymore has a long term plan. You know what I'm saying? Or that, that thought of how angry you are about everything has subsided and we're
0: back to who we were.
1: Yeah, no, because I, I, I feel like Daryl and Maggie are on the same page. Like, F these dudes. Yeah. If they starve, they starve, you know.
0: Well, that's the thing is that, you know, what we've learned from this episode is is that the leader of each group has the ultimate authority. Like, to me, Rick walks in and says, we need more supplies here. That shit should be done. But no, Maggie's like, mm-mm. You know, I'm in charge here. You know what I'm saying? Maggie's Hilltop. And that's the way, like, she's rules.
1: Ezekiel's kingdom. And Rick is Alexandria. And Daryl is Saviors. Right. But Daryl doesn't want to be there. And and Carol's volunteering to take it. And uh, Mullet, what's his fucking name? Um, Oh, he's my Eugene. Eugene. I don't think he's necessarily Saviors. But he's there. He's over the workshop still. You know, where he was making bullets, I guess. is That's still the same workshop. And he's over, you know, uh, fuel production and things like that. With Invention. a ponytail and a farmer. Or, New name is Ponytail. Yeah. Um, okay. I didn't forget to mention, we did see some people. We saw Tara. We saw Rosita. Yeah. There was some radio chatter. Yeah. And stuff. Uh, you see a few randos that we know of. Yeah. I mean,
0: like, you, you, the only person you really don't see is Negan which the
1: preview bled us to death that you're going to see him. We got a dark scene of his smile at the very right.
0: end. you just getting the world ready for me. Yeah, you know, you I heard it. that 27 times. Um, yeah, I, I get you there. So we go back to a situation where Michonne and um, Rick, and then they come up with the idea, or Michonne does, of coming up with a, char- a charter, an agreement of behavior and what to do. Which is what you do in early civilization. You have to have some form of law and order, or people take advantage of it. You know what I mean. You have to have rules, expectations, you know, ways of producing. Uh, I was fine with all that. Um, you see a scene where Rick is pleading with Maggie about how we need they need more supplies, and she decides to hold her grit after she's been you know assass- almost assassinated, and she has this really cold look, and she's like, "No, unless they do the labor for the bridge repair job, I'm not giving food." You know, and yeah. Um, which earned makes the sense. Keep. Yeah. her the I'm I'm, I'm good with that. And showing that she has that authority. Um, you know, so
1: those things are in good. Um, those are positive steps to me. I like to see Maggie's comment saying, you know, a year ago, you told me that you would be following me, but you don't. Well, that changes now. And that changes now. And I was like, Woo-hoo. That's bold. That's great stuff, man. Yeah, that's really good stuff. So I, I
0: and, that, and that's what sucks is these two actors will not be with us. That's in seven, in seven and seven episodes.
1: There. The, so how do you fill those holes? There are such big holes that I, I I can't even imagine. Maggie is a pivotal character in the comic book. Obviously, Rick
0: is the most pivotal character in Without the comic book. Carl,
1: which is who the 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 whole thing is supposed to be about,
0: yeah. It's supposed to be the future for his son. It's Rick, and it's like, okay, now what? I think it's another reason they changed the opening monologue is because it used to have pictures of, you know, his wife, his children, and you know, of course, Carl, and all that, and what life used to be, and all that that disappears, you know, shortly. Um, How do you feel about
1: Rick's gray hair and gray beard after a year and a half? It's better than the shit we've seen in the past. I'm surprised it's all gray. They decided to go I think, I think you're just showing that Andrew Lincoln is actually old. Well, I understand that, but it, he hadn't been just fermenting it, has he, for the whole time? <laughs> no. no. I mean, no. I think it fits because that's how he, I mean, like, that's his look. Well, I wish they would have made it a, a progressive thing. Right. Like, it's, a, it's hard to see him this way now. Yeah, because he had just a little gray. Yeah, he was slightly salt and pepper. Well Slightly
0: again in the comic book, you know, like it's a now drastic change. Yeah, well, at least he doesn't look like that old man shit he did in the visions they did last year. The huge beard, oh no, terrible. I mean, like Santa Claus with a buzz cut. Yeah, I mean, like why? flat top Santa Claus. I mean, just bad, out of,
1: right out of boot, um, like really bad. Um, no, I. There are positives to this. Um, the situation they're creating with this the sanctuary. Yeah, Between all the groups and stuff. I feel like you got Alexandria and the kingdom are kind of on board together in a more peaceful manner. Then you got Maggie's Hilltop. And what I'm assuming will also be Seaside are not going to be like. Um, very much for helping. Very much for helping either. Because yeah. they're the two that have faced the biggest losses.
0: Dare I say that this community thing can't be the focus for long Um, Well, it can't be the focus for long because we're losing Rick and Maggie. Exactly. And the end of the episode kind of goes with, you know, it is basically when they kill, you know, Gregory. um, And there you go. He's swinging and that's all she wrote. You know, they cut him down. Um, But let's talk about the future of Walking Dead. We got season one. I've seen the previews for what they're going to do for season two you know, it's going to be focusing on the bridge building and the the discord between different groups and who's supposed to be doing labor and who provides what. And so that's going to be a focus. And sanctuary but how long? still seem like dicks, apparently. Right, but how long are we going to make this the central issue before we move into something, you know, that you can't spend six episodes on the situation of Feast, famine, supplies, I control this, you control that. You know, that's gonna that's gonna beat everything to death. You follow what I'm saying? Um,
1: so are we Are we killing Maggie and Rick? Well that's the big question.
0: It says the final episodes of Rick Grimes. Yeah. And then all you hear is Maggie's exiting the show. Doesn't say whether or not they're being killed
1: off or this or, or so on and blah blah blah. But them dying versus them leaving is such a different show dynamic. Oh, yeah, like as far as people's emotions and stuff like that, because there's no way Michonne doesn't go with Rick wherever he's going if he leaves. Yes, um,
0: it, it kind of paints a whole a picture. And now, a given, um, but we don't know if Michonne dies next episode. No, it, it. Here's the thing about this, you know, and it's not spoiling because I don't know if it's true, is that they've confirmed that Shane comes back, Herschel, Scott Wilson comes back, Sarah Wayne, you know, his wife comes back. All these people have been come back to the show.
1: Which sounds like... You're going to have of, a montage... Of Rick in his death throes seeing his ghosts.
0: Exactly. And so... That's exactly what I envision. So if that's the case, we're going to see a slow death, you know, surrounded by everything. It's going to be the, it'll
1: be the central focus of of it all. You know what I'm saying? It sounds to me, and this is my prediction. I understand this could go any which way. Say Rick is dying. Can't you easily see a couple episodes more than a couple episodes of him in that jail room talking to Negan while he's dying like convincing Negan to take over to take over and not be a shithead yeah you know what i'm saying like you're definitely a leader we know you're a leader take over Protect these people, right. you know what I mean? Save these people, but do it the right way. And that leading, you know, to the fact that Negan takes over everything. I mean, it sounds crazy. But it's an option. It makes 100% sense that Maggie would then leave, not die. Right. Um, and maybe take a bunch of people with her. Who knows? I I don't know. I mean... There's no way Daryl would be under Negan. No way Maggie would be under Negan. Michonne would be difficult, but she's a possibility to be under Negan. Hell, I, I don't see that either. How could Eugene be under Negan? I don't see it. So it's like, does he tell Negan to take his people and go away? You know? Like, I don't know. I don't know I don't what they're going to do, but if Rick's dying, I have to think there's some way he's speaking to Negan to change Negan's perception. Whew, I don't know, man. The sad thing here is that it's hard for me to come up with an original concept of what's going to happen because I keep relating on what I've read in the comic books. Right. And I don't want to pry into it too much where you even give a hint of what it could be. Cause I don't think you do know because obviously, you know, well, I have Rick, no idea. Rick Grimes is alive. In the I just, the comic book
0: tells me what Negan's future is like. And it tells me what the future is of several characters, and of a, a very, a very big moment in the comic book where numerous major characters all die at once. That's—I mean—it's a big deal. I just don't think they'll do. I don't know if they'll do that, but I mean, like, the potential is there. So it makes you wonder: is that in the comic book? There's that big scene where several—I mean, when I say several, it like four or five prominent characters die at once. All in one swoop. Is that going to be the moment? You know, I just don't see it. To me, like you don't bring all these people in to have a one second you see this and one second
1: they're gone. You know what I'm saying? It'd be tough because what they're well, what they'd have to do is bring in new characters that they feel people would attach to that could be replacements for old characters, right? Now, we already are no aware of that Ryan Hurst is supposed to come in. Ryan Hurst has so, sign on and point. he plays
0: Beta, which is, uh, if you don't know. <laughs> Careful. We the, new, the, say. Yeah, the new antagonists that are supposed Well, they've already said it on Talking Dead and everything else was the, the new antagonists are called the Whispers. And that's what's supposed to come down the pipe. And he's a pivotal character
1: in the Whispers. Right. So that's the thing, though. That's an antagonist, not a main character, then. I mean no. it's a main character in in the, the bad side. He is. Yeah. He's it's, one of two. Yes. So it's like, okay, well that's not the reason to keep a show going. No. You got to have the main good people that you follow that you keep the show up. And I'm like you lose Rick, fucking Maggie. I don't know where you go. I do not think Daryl and Michonne can carry the show. I don't see him at all. Definitely not Eugene. I don't see... If you think the ratings drop from after Carl died,
0: wait till you see what happens after this mid-season.
1: I don't know what they're going to do. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is a fantastic actor,
0: can't carry this show. They would have to really change... It just completely (laughs) changes the dynamic of the show, of what it's always meant to be. There's eight seasons of Rick leading a group to survive in a post-apocalyptic world. Okay. How is season nine going to wrap by saying that's no longer the premise of the walking dead. This is the new premise.
1: No. And people are going to be like, okay, <laughs> no. Now I realize this is not a Vikings podcast. And I hesitate to even say warning more. <laughs> We're pretty much done with the podcast anyway, so I'm going to say this. Yes. Um, if you don't want to know a humongous Vikings spoiler, turn it off right now. We're done with the episode for Walking Dead, talking about it, so it's like. It is what it is. It, it is what it is. We're in, in a danger zone. But dangerous, dangerous territory right here. I mean, mega dangerous territory if you ever plan on watching Vikings. And now The main character in Vikings dies. Correct. Number one. The, the reason the, there's a show of Vikings. Yeah, the character of um, Numero Right. Ragnar Lothbrok dies in Vikings. And it's like, no way. I mean, it happens, and you just assume that something brings him back of some kind. That something you missed, didn't see, like, oh, no, there's no way. He'll be back. He doesn't come back. Okay. The show is then carried on by his ex-wife and all his children. Okay, and that's what creates the big battle. All the kids taking sides. You know, who gets to, you know, run things after he's gone. Mm -hmm. You know, who cares about running things and who cares about just continuing the legacy of his name. The show I finally watched the most recent season. I finished it and stuff like that. It still rocks. I mean, the show is still very good. So kudos to people like it. So kudos to a show that was able to take that hit. The thing is, though, right after he dies, the show hits an all-time low, I think. Like, certain characters and stuff like that are just kind of weak to me. There's like, I don't know if it was a whole half season or a whole season that was that bad, it wasn't even a whole season. It was like half of a season was, it was low. Cause you were just like, oh, where is he? You know, you need him to carry. He was so good at this character and you need him. And you're just like, this is lost. It's lost. You can't, can't bring the show or continue the show without him. But by the end of that season, they start building it up and building it up and doing bigger things and bigger things to the point where it, it finishes. And like all these characters go these different directions and, make alliances and paths that they're going to take and stuff like that. And you get so pumped for it. And it's like, okay, they did it. They pulled off what I would say was impossible. This show doesn't even have the credibility that, that show has to me. Just well, for like the that, fact that the writing reality, and everything,
0: well, the writing of your support cast doesn't compare. No, that's the thing. Like when you go to Vikings, there's a couple of people that picked up the slack and it worked out in mm-hmm. its favor. I just don't see when you take Maggie away, you take Rick away in the way the show has been set up and designed for them to, to carry the show. Right. And for them both to leave, it doesn't leave you with a character that you makes you feel comfortable right now to say, okay, that becomes the new lead and it carries the show. I, it
1: used to be, it could have been Carol. It used to be Carol was strong enough where she could like tote some episodes by herself. But then when she went all depressed, Carol, it was so bad that now I don't have that. Uh, Even Morgan had a little
0: bit of a stretch where it was possible, but then that's faded away. That's faded too. You know, Um, because
1: now he's more or less the lead of Fear the Walking Dead. And I feel like they've given Michonne most of the heavy lifting, like as far as emotional stuff and everything. They've given her like all that dialogue. And she's excellent, but that's not the show I'm going to watch.
0: Yeah, that, that's the other half. She carries it, but is it, is does it audience worthy?
1: No. Well, not for me. Maybe this right. for certain
0: people. I, I mean, you just don't know. I, I don't To me, it, the way the show was created, the way it was set up, it's always been based on a central character. And you take the central character away, and it's just
1: a shell of what the show used to be. I, I look it, at like, point blank, the Avengers. You take out, Tony Stark it's a huge gap it's a huge hit but they have built this universe of people that you do care about now I mean Ruffalo best Hulk ever oh, yeah. no doubt Hemsworth is Hemsworth Thor is great Thor yeah Evans is uh, uh, Captain America say so, okay I can do it all without Captain America period because his character just alone is just like weird to me <laughs> to me but um but then you you've added new people peter quill star lord fantastic new leading characters gamora all these characters they're fantastic they're about to bring in captain marvel she'll be another lead character i think so if you were to lose tony stark which by the way i think is about to happen oh yeah
0: um well i think chris evans and uh, Tony Stark or so on. some of those parts are going to disappear they're, they're going to quit the MCU well they have to in a way they've
1: been around forever but the thing is I mean just by my knowledge of comic books is that Bucky becomes the new Captain America yeah okay he picks up the shield you know what I mean Iron Man is replaced by a young black girl that's a super genius you know like a you know prodigy a prodigy or whatever they're called you know so it's like but the thing is, they have created something to where even if Tony Stark, literally the lich pinned that whole Marvel universe, he's the original. Yeah. To start the whole thing, even if he were to go, there's still a reason to watch those movies. Yes, there is no doubt. You know, and it's like Walking Dead, you take away Rick Grimes and even Maggie, who's massively popular and a great character on the show, you take them away. I as of this moment have no reason to continue the show. And that could be the final verdict of the I've, midseason finale. <laughs> totally guys, it's been great. You, know?
0: <laughs> you just so. never know. You just never know, man. Anyway. But you know, guys, uh, as always, you know, we enjoy a, a good conversation, a good, you know, a good chat on social media. We debate and talk and email with tons of folks at bleed tv podcast on gmail.com on twitter on facebook and everywhere else and uh, we're always open for it. you know we always respect opinions uh we're gonna start sprinkling them in as we go and uh we look forward from hearing to you you know uh if you enjoy the show uh and you, you like what you hear man give us a positive review we, we would love to have it but other than that guys we're gonna bore you to death any more than that uh this is uh, bleed tv and i'm zach and i'm jake and we'll see y'all next week